So, uh, today we're going to complete session 81. Uh, Law of One session 81 received March 2, 1982. Uh, 35 plus years ago. We are actually picking up at 81.30, which is far into the session, very close to the end. There's not enough material from this session 81 to make a full hour here. Uh, but I'm going to add some other materials. Uh, I had said that I would um, talk more about the archetypes and tarot, but actually I changed my mind, or the mind changed me. And rather than review that, because in session 88, we will actually get back to discussion of the archetypical mind, archetypal mind, uh, tarot, Major Arcana, the, the cycles of mind-body-spirit uh, development uh, that were planned by the Logos for souls in third density, that was a portion of the Deep Mind. We will get back to it in session 88. Uh, the bonus material for today actually is from the discussion of Ra's history. And on the loveone.info site, here's the link. It's an interesting page of quotes from the Law of One sessions pertaining to the topic of Ra's history. And that's what we, uh, where we ended at 8129, Don was asking um, if indeed some of the Ra group as wanderers went to other galaxies, not just solar systems, but galaxies, and Ra said yes, uh, some have, and yes, in other galaxies, uh, what they found was the two paths of polarity. And so, uh, uh, at 81.28, the exchange before, Ra had confirmed that yes, all of these millions or billions, infinite number of galaxies we see with telescopes are all of the same octave, meaning the octave we're in now, meaning we're seeing third density form uh, of uh, multiple galaxies and solar systems and planets um, that are all in this same octave. And uh, in general, <clears throat> at, in the later solar systems, uh, the two paths have been established, or the veiling of mind in 3D space-time. And this is where we start at 8130. Don, Don said, Now, you stated earlier that toward the center of this galaxy, I believe is what, to use a poor term, you could call the older portion, <clears throat> you would find no service to self-polarization, but that was that this was a, what you might call, later experience, uh, meaning um, the service to self-polarity. Am I correct in assuming that, the, that this is true of other galaxies with which wanderers from Ra have experience? That at the center of these galaxies, only the service to others polarity existed, and the experiment started farther out toward the rim of the galaxy. Uh, this is, um, you know, a very kind of interesting question. Uh, you can't say that it was the service to others polarity existing only uh, or, or at these earlier creations or closer to the center of galaxies. There is no polarity. There's just the path of soul evolution and the path 
is certainly akin to what we call today serves to other or positive path, which is basically associated with acceptance and truth. <laughs> uh, seeking uh, to live in um, metaphysical, multidimensional reality truth, to live in the truth of what is, and um, conform and adjust one's being, mind, body, spirit, to truth. And that truth is increasingly uh, self-liberating, the truth setting us free, or conforming mind, body, spirit, and reality of, of our decisions to increasing awareness of truth and reality uh, and acceptance of that, which is green, right? Uh, that is the positive path, or that is the path, and before there was a veil, there was no polarity. There was just the path, which is of reality, <laughs> seeking reality and acceptance and truth. Now, after the veiling, you can say there's polarity, so that's when we have two different paths. Ra's answer, <clears throat> 8130, Ra said, various logoi and sublogoi had various methods of arriving at the discovery of the efficiency of free will in intensifying the experience of the Creator by the Creator. However, however, in each case, this has been a pattern. In each case means in each galaxy. Various logoi means various galactic logoi. Sublogoi means solar logoi. The difference between a solar and a galactic is not much, actually, uh, as I understand it, but that uh, solar logoi uh, represent a differentiation of the galactic logos uh, in its modification of the laws of intelligent energy in its own solar system, which occurs uh, when planets get to second density in that solar system of that solo solar logos or of that being. So that many of stars, many suns in the galaxy uh, are solar beings, but not differentiated from the galactic, because they haven't modified the laws of intelligent energy in their solar system, because no planet has gotten to second density yet. That That is often the case, or sometimes the case. Uh, but once planets reach second density, seems to me, from what Ra said, the modification of the local laws of intelligent energy, meaning seven-dimensional interplay, the interplay of seven-dimensional energy fields in that solar system, uh, those are modified, and that being the star, the sun, could be called a solar logos. And so uh, different galactic and solar had their own ways of figuring out that... Um, <clears throat> the the veiling in mind in 3D physical, which is Ross saying the uh, discovery of the efficiency of free will. Uh, this is a sort of further deployment or um, um, extension of the law of free will to 3D incarnate experience. Uh, exper you know, intensifies the experience of the creator by the creator because all is the one infinite creator. All is the one, which means identity equals source. <clears throat> true identity is source. If you want to know who you are, know your source. If you want to know where you're going, know where you're from. And when you know where you're from, you'll know where you're going, you'll understand source and destination are one, and that is identity. But in each case, it's been a pattern, yes, it's been true, that um, polarity is born further out from galactic centers. 8131, 
Don picks it up and says, you mean then that the pattern is that the service to self polarization appeared further out from the center of the galactic spiral? Ross says it's correct. Don goes on further. From this, I will assume that at the beginning, at the beginning of the octave, we had <clears throat> the core uh, with many galactic spirals forming. And I know this is incorrect <laughs> in the sense of timelessness. But as the spiral formed, then I'm assuming that in this particular octave, the experiment then must have started somewhat, roughly, simultaneously, in many, many of the budding or building galactic, se- galactic systems by the experiment of the veiling in extending the free will. Am I any, am I any in any way correct with this assumption? Ross said, you're precisely correct, <laughs> and is basically saying we need to get going here. And it goes on, this instrument is unusually fragile at this space-time and has used much of the transferred energy. We would invite one more full query for this working. So Carla was um, was ailing a bit. But Don summarizes the, the summary of his question statement, 8132, is, okay, uh, at the beginning of the octave, or at the beginning of um, galactic manifestation, there are many galactic spirals, and yes, from the perspective of um, timelessness or uh, trans-temporality, meaning beyond the experience of a linear, uh, linear sequential experience, which is the result of limited perception, past, present, future, um, the resolution of um, apparent separative temporal uh, time or temporal sequence uh, that falls away in full awakening or uh, is known uh, as illusory in higher dimensions, six particularly up. But in according to temporality, uh, there is a sequence, and then eventually, as the spirals formed, then um, there was sort of a um, roughly simultaneous beginning of this experiment or the extension of the free will into the veiling of the mind in 3D. Detail, detail. Yes, you're precisely correct. So, okay, it was somewhat simultaneous. And so you can also say that this is the, this is the differentiation of uh, solar logoi from a galactic. And since the, the, the true nature or identity of a solar logos is the galactic, their source is their identity, the source is galactic, and their manifestation, the manifestation of galactic is solar, which is just a differentiation of itself, um, then there is some kind of quasi-simultaneity where that changed... Um, perspective that 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 the novelty of putting in this veil in mind in 3d physical began in multiple solar systems around the same time um, at a certain distance from galactic center in multiple galaxies perhaps so okay Uh, and that that's just a very uh, interesting little not too interesting but somewhat interesting little point to me so this is the experiment of veiling in creation, extending the law of free will. 8133, Don says, actually, 
don't have much more on this except that to make the assumption that there must have been some type of communication throughout the octave. So that when the first experiment became effective, the knowledge of this then spread rapidly through the octave and was picked up by other galactic, budding galactic spirals. You might say, is this correct? Ross said, this is correct. It, and and it's, this is what I'm saying is, it's like the hundredth monkey, the uh, hundredth solar logos phenomenon. But it's not, I, I wouldn't say it's throughout communication throughout the octave, it's communication of the galactic logos itself because all of these solar logoi are the galactic they're just a moder- they're just a very subtle modification differentiation of the galactic logos being so within the totality of the galactic logos of each galactic logos which is the source and identity of all solar logoi or stars that have made such a differentiation in their own galaxies within that being or those beings of the galactic um, it knows itself, and once uh, once it comes to this understanding of the utility or effectiveness in intensifying the experience of creator, creator knowing creator in its galaxy, then it automatically um, institutes or extends free will to this veiling in multiple solar systems simultaneously when those solar systems have third density life. You can't put it into, you, you can affect the laws of light or the seven rays before there's third density life on a planet, uh, but most of that would be done probably after or as it develops. There's a certain timing for that. Anyway, this is just minutia, but Ra answers 8133, says, this is correct. To be aware of the nature of this communication is to be aware of the nature of the Logos. Much of what you call creation has never separated from the one logos of this octave and resides within the one infinite creator. Communication in such an environment is the communication of cells of the body. That which is learned by one is known by all. The sublogoi then must have been then have been in the position of refining the discoveries of what might be called the earlier sublogoi. May we ask if we may answer any brief queries at this working? So, similar to what I'm saying, uh, the nature of this, quote, communication is the unity <laughs> of, of all, <laughs> of the, star, the solar systems with stars and planets in any one galaxy, being of the nature of the same nature as the galactic logos. And so the galactic logos, you can say they're cells in the body, you can say it's one life. So the solar systems and planets, like cells in the body of a galaxy, are also one being, or one life. You can call them cells, and you can dis- dissolve in your mind the uh, apparent, re- you know, the, the phenomenal reality of cell walls. Yeah, there are cell walls, so we call them cells. Cells have walls, but actually you can realize that those walls um, are um, different, are are simply uh, temporary form manifestations of one unified field. Uh, And so there's what we call inside and what we call outside a cell and intracellular components and extracellular fluid. 
solar systems and empty space between the solar systems in a single galaxy, but actually it's one living ocean with multiple forms and structures and, and manifestations of consciousness. And so it's uh, communication of the cells of the body or communication of a single unified field of energy consciousness that's called a galaxy that we can perceive as including uh, apparently separative form solar systems and planets. <clears throat> so that's what unity is. It's not... Um, it's seeing um, the, the appearance of separation, um, but knowing that it's actually, um, it, it's simply form. <laughs> it's phenomenal appearance of form that appears to uh, create an inner outer. Yes, true, but also there, is, uh, there are multiple energy levels and fields um, that pervade the apparent uh, inner outer and suffuse the inner outer fully equally and at that level of its existence there is no inner outer there's just one field of energy and free flowing light through that the field of the galaxy and so that's how uh, knowledge of uh, the value of the veiling of the mind in 3D physical was established. So, <clears throat> okay, sorry for my hard edge, but the, sometimes I weary at complexity of conceptuality. So yes, uh, the sublogoi refined their discoveries uh, over apparent temporal sequence of time. Uh, but it, it, it is certainly a useful thing for us to contemplate what unity means, right? We, we throw away, throw around so many terms that we don't deeply understand, like love or unity or the law of one. You don't even, we, or karma, right? I mean, people talk about, oh, yeah, 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 you know, you reap what you sow, uh, you create your own reality, that's the secret, okay, I believe in the law of karma. Well, how deeply do we really understand karmic pre precision perfection? Same thing with love or the law of one. How deeply do you really understand what love is? Or the quality of green ray? What is green ray? How well do we really understand green ray? Same thing with truth sets you free. Right? The liberative, salvific function of truth or discovering truth. Why? How? Do you know? Do you want to know? It's very helpful to, to seek into these things. What is love? What is the uh, power of truth that leads to greater freedom? How does that happen? Same thing with unity. What does it mean to say um, intensifying the experience of creator to creator? How does it mean, you know, that, that look around you, see the creator, look in the mirror, see the creator, look at beings around you, see the creator? What does it mean to say, what, what really is this? Can you really grok it, not just think it and move on? This is very helpful. And this is um, like brooding or sinking into the reality of the concepts that we bandy about and and really internalizing integrating embodying not by thinking but by a, a feeling knowing process not not only thinking feeling knowing awakening expanding perception of the deeper meanings of all these spiritual concepts and reality you know spiritual concepts as realities or concepts 
that point to spiritual realities. Finally, 8134, end of the session, Don says, uh, only if, meaning Rao saying, is there any brave queries? Don says, only if there's anything we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or improve the contact. Ra says, I am Ra. It is difficult to determine the energy levels of the instrument and support group. Of this we are aware. It is, however, recommended that every attempt be made to enter each working with the most desirable configurations of energy possible. All is well, my friends. You are conscientious and the alignments are well. I am Ra. I leave you in the love and the light of the one infant creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and in the peace of the infinite creator, Adonai. And so, uh, I take this advice too. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it is helpful that before we start something important or enter each working or any working or any important endeavor uh, with the most desirable energy configurations, which really means prepared or settled in mind-body-spirit, in, in mind, particularly in body-mind, meaning body is well-rested or settled down and mind too. And I guess <clears throat> they, Raw is very kindly teacher type, you know, some teachers are kick-ass and some teachers are, are kindly love-based, love, love leading with love. Raw is that. And saying, uh, we recommend that you um, be careful um, with your mind-body group configurations of energy before you start. Uh, and maybe they weren't, yet they are still conscientious and overall alignments are well, or they are still conscientious, obviously, for sure. But it is difficult to determine, they, it's difficult for them to determine, or the LNL group, to know uh, how much Carla can take, or when she is in a desirable configuration or not. <clears throat> and that's also for us applicable, meaning um, it takes a while of self-inquiry over years to know what help, what, what, um, what, what the ideal ways of living are for ourselves, like diet or rest or uh, time spent with others versus time spent alone, or how much uh, challenge we can take and how much we need to you know, lay off the, the gas and take a rest. So there are all sorts of uh, very subtle, uh, unique dynamics to each person that are associated with uh, desirable energy configuration or um, taking good care of ourselves that <clears throat> nobody can teach you. And you got to learn it by yourself. And when we're not well in any way, it shows that we're um, in need of self-correction. <clears throat> uh, to understand how we co-created ourselves, uh, got ourselves into a, that undesirable energy configuration or trouble, whatever the trouble is, whether it's body illness or relationship problem or work and financial problem or existential doubt or spiritual confusion, whatever, or certain self-harming patterns or on you know negative emotions, something like that. Whenever there's a problem, um, in any sphere of life, uh, it's a sign that, that we're not taking good care of ourselves <laughs> somehow, generally. 
not always, but generally. So, uh, <clears throat> the, the, all of this can go very deep. So anyway, that ends session 81. And in the next session, 82, which uh, you know, we'll launch into next week, there is uh, a bit of uh, commentary that was put into Book 5, and they were going through some challenges. Uh, we also include or continue with the discussion of cosmology and astrology, which is very interesting. And uh, before the veil, I'm not sure why Don was so interested in that, but uh, it gives us a sense of uh, <clears throat> conditions in octaves, or in this octave, um, that are somewhat <clears throat> akin to the state of innocence that William Blake said was the first of three phases of development. Um, William Blake the adept. Um, not not the same as the one in Dead Man, but not too different. Not Johnny Depp's William Blake, Bill Blake, the accountant, <clears throat> but the English poet Adept. The first stage is innocence, second experience, third higher innocence. The phase of innocence, like Garden of Eden, before free will, or before uh, veiling, without uh, having eaten of the tree of good and evil or knowledge of the tree of good and evil, um, not being able to sin. Uh, uh, God created sinlessness, uh, in, incapable of sin, uh, without also some kind of knowledge of, of choice, uh, or seeing truth so clearly that there is no capacity for sin or um, acting in ways that are of destructive um, unloving, which is what sin is, so-called. So sin equals unloving uh, serves a self-tendency, right? That wasn't possible. There weren't two paths before the veil. That's akin to Blake's state of innocence. Or children, animals, like that. Some. And then there's experience, and that is what succeeded the phase of innocence and leads to the final stage called higher innocence, so not only is the pre-veiled condition akin to Blake's first stage innocence, but Blake's first stage innocence and the pre-veiled condition is resonant with the third stage higher innocence or complete and perfect enlightenment or sixth density and up. Uh, Yeshua said, only as you become little children can you enter the kingdom of heaven or the sovereignty, which is actually a deeper reading from the Gospel of Thomas. And so contemplating the mind of, of a young child uh, can help us resonate um, with both innocence and higher innocence phases of soul evolution. And there are very, very few people who, who can harmonize with that mind. Uh, but it's certainly a mind akin to sinlessness and um, uh, worthy of contemplation. Now, I wanted to say that the bonus for today as if you didn't get enough here, is uh, some discussion of Ra's history. Uh, we saw earlier uh, where Ra was talking about wanderers in their group having gone to other galaxies, same octave, um, finding the two paths of polarity in play in other solar systems too, and that <clears throat> at this time in their evolution in late sixth density, Ra said that um, 
they this is from 8123 that um, we have opened our hearts in radiation of love to the entire creation not that they physically traveled everywhere or wanderers from their group have not but um, this is the type of contact which we they enjoy rather than travel and that's uh, sending mind or opening heart sending mind or opening heart and knowing unity Ross said approximately 90% of the creation is at some level not necessarily conscious mind level aware of the sending raw sending and able to reply but not necessarily consciously all of the infinite logoi infinite logoi they're infinite not limited are one in the consciousness of love which is uh, the nature of light is love right uh, the, the action of free will upon love is the um, origin of light the nature of that light is love that's why Ra calls it light love love light that's intelligent energy that is tapped into by six chakra activation so the importance of six chakra activation the importance of spiritual practice yeah 90 percent of the creation is aware um, particularly certainly in, in their higher dimensional energy fields 90% of uh, organic creation or second density creation and up, second through six or second or seven or seven ray creation, meaning not human artifacts, but uh, of seven ray organic evolution forms, ascension form, 90% is aware of the sending and replies. Uh, the 10% probably is the community who goes serves the self and um, seeks to reject the real and control uh, and they're on the path of dukkha but uh, they're no longer interested in going around and um, checking out the neighborhoods and if we look at the page <clears throat> that I sent Ra's history uh, law of one.info results for solar system history and Ra's history uh, this is actually solar system history subcategory Ra's history uh, let me just give you a little bit more <clears throat> this is from multiple sessions first was session 1621 Don was asking about the history of their social memory complex how did you become aware of the law of one Mr. Ra <clears throat> and Ra being outside of time answers here at 1621 the path of our learning is graven in the present moment. There is no history as we understand your concept. Picture, if you will, a circle of being. We know the Alpha and Omega as infinite intelligence. The circle never ceases. It is present. The, dens the densities we have traversed at various points in the circle correspond to the characteristics of cycles. First, the cycle of awareness. Second, the cycle of growth. Third, the cycle of self-awareness. Fourth, the cycle of love or understanding. Fifth, the cycle of light or wisdom. Sixth, the cycle of light-love, love-light or unity. Seventh, the gateway cycle. Eighth, the octave which moves into a mystery we do not plumb. So this is a very, you know, we covered this uh, in ancient times, session 61. But... Um, it's so worthy of uh, reiteration and recontemplation, review, 
and remembering, reintegrating, they are at one. And this is akin to, um, you know, Arahan or complete and perfect enlightenment. Uh, Don is asking about their history, and Ra is saying there is no history, as we understand your concept. So there is an experience of linear time, and therefore a concept of history pertaining to what appears to be or experienced as a past versus a present. But for Ra, or for one who's awakened fully, there is no history. So is there history? Is there not history? Well, there is and there isn't. There is uh, and there isn't. <laughs> and for them, they're saying, focusing on absolute view, saying there is no history. Uh, their path is now. And so uh, there is no path outside presence, presence or the infinite, I the infinite I infinity of present moment potential or presence potentia, potentia of presence, infinite potentia, potential of, of full presence now, is all history. And so their path is now. Their path of apparent history is their experience of now. Their experience of now includes what we would consider back then in the past. And they they bring the image of a circle and say, okay, there is, you know, alpha omega or start and end. They know that as infinite intelligence or they know that the circle is intelligent infinity, meaning the one infinite creator. Infinite intelligence is intelligent infinity, is the one infinite creator, the source uh, and the nature of all, right? Before the Logoi, um, before galactic logos or solar or higher self sub, sub logos, there is the one infinite or the one infinite creator or intelligent infinity or infinity which became aware um, which is why it's called intelligent infinity now that's akin to you know that is all there is <laughs> that's the source and the true nature of all that appears all is God right look around see the creator okay so, but in terms of um, uh, uh, the uh, essential, the, the, the true nature of all form and the true nature of all phenomena as its source, intelligent infinity, the one infinite creator or intelligent infinity as source and true nature, meaning identity, of all phenomena and all beings, all beings and bodies and, you know, dimensions, seven rays, and planets, solar systems, galaxies, all life, all created life being of the true, of the nature of its creator, its, you know, creator is creation. The, cre the true nature of the creation is its creator, not only, but also all phenomenal experience, which we call time is of its na of its source or its nature is its source and so that's the, the basis of this circle of being what appears to be start middle and end or past present future is one uh, unified field or one being and so uh, the infinite creator is all phenomenal too and the circle never ceases it is present 
Um, and even though you can put your finger at 10 degrees in a 360 degree circle, um, touching 10 degrees is inseparable from uh, all other points or all other times in the circle, in that circle of life or being. You can, be, you can have your, you can point to one particular uh, degree uh, of the 360 degree, but it's simply um, a point in a unified continuum of 0 to 360 in which um, it is one life, even if we point out, you know, it is a clock, whatever, wherever the hands are, it's one clock, or there's an integrated nature, regardless of where the hands are on the clock. So then they talk about, you know, <laughs> seven-dimensional evolution in metaphoric term. So um, the densities they have traversed, according to temporality, various points in the circle, right, different um, positions of the hands on the clock face, uh, correspond to characteristics of cycles, meaning um, dimensional life is cyclic, or evolution is multi-cyclic, hey, hey, multi-cyclic, multi-dimensional uh, soul evolution, multi-cyclic, nobody talks this way. First, we have the cycle of awareness, uh, and so this is first density. Uh, elemental is basically sentient. The, the four properties, the four material properties or four elemental properties, solidity, fluidity, um, combustibility or combustion, and um, what, how, do you, how do you describe air? Air is uh, <laughs> uh, total mobility, you know, um, mobility, <laughs> or um, non-obstruction, non-obstructed mobility. These are qualities of awareness. These are actually quality, the four elemental, the four elements of uh, Greek philosophy uh, are tendencies of, of matter, we can say. They're also tendencies of mind. It's the elemental basis of body and mind, or nama rupa, name, consciousness, sentience, uh, uh, the basis of, of awareness that a being may have, and the basis of form that um, manifests as uh, corporeality or, you know, the elemental table and hydrogen and all of its friends and, uh, you know, proton, uh, neutron, electron and the, the subatomics. Those, the, the, the form of matter, energy and the, uh, you know, associated sentience or degrees of consciousness and perception um, that are that, manif that manifest as those forms of seven-dimensional life. <laughs> you see, form and sentience are one. Sorry if I'm blowing some circuits here, but uh, sentient form or um, sentient light in, in seven-dimensional appearance, the form and the sentience is one. That's why it's called love-light. The love is sentience, and the light is um, energy and material form, fields and forms and vibration. Uh, but the basis of of those uh, sevenfold, the sevenfold, sevenfold display of um, love, light, or sentient energy, begins in first density with the four elemental properties of awareness, which 
are the four bases of matter energy and the four bases of sentience as well. Second density is growth, and that's where we get, um, actually that's where we start with minerals. Minerals in many ways could be seen as the earliest second density uh, life or form. Mineral plant animal, second density is associated with growth. And so uh, second chakra is important, but if you <laughs> neglect the third and you're orange race stuck, you're um, growing without direction. Uh, util, you know, futility of uh, action without thought. Third chakra, third density actually, cycle of self-awareness, that's what 3D human life is all about, the development of selfhood, and then um, moral decision, moral commitment, positive negative path decision, path of polarity, entrance, and then getting the show on the road and qualifying for harvest or graduation to go into fourth, the cycle of love or understanding. So love and understanding uh, understanding, you see, is different than wisdom, and uh, particularly, <laughs> it's the 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 clue to that is the term under. Uh, it's the lower triad that's under green ray that um, is standing uh, and and being embraced by uh, this type of understanding. <laughs> it's standing under, and uh, it certainly uh, includes a deep appreciation for that which is below the green ray. <clears throat> and that's fourth density, fourth chakra related, cycle of love and understanding. Uh, fifth density as a cycle, you can say the chakra evolution is cyclic too. Not only um, group and individual soul life through densities or densities on planets are cyclic. Likewise, uh, the development of a, of a chakra is cyclic by um, continued successive approximation for full development of the chakra. For somebody who cares about that. <clears throat> Fifth density, cycle of light or wisdom. Uh, again, wisdom is distinct from understanding, uh, but wisdom requires love. And so pray for discernment if you wish love. If you wish to develop love, pray for discernment. So say some people some wise men. Uh, and so praying for discernment <clears throat> um, includes praying for love. Because if you don't know, if you don't have discernment, you don't even know what love is. Love is not uh, simply affection. It's certainly not preference. And it's not um, wanting. <laughs> it's not wanting. It's um, being uh, fully receptive. Pure receptivity. Um, pure open field. Uh, fifth density, light wisdom. Six goes to light, love, love, light, or unity. The, the union of energy sentience, we can say. Or um, the center point um, between the experience of polarity, whether it's the polarity of self, other, or the polarity of um, way of love versus way of control, the polarity of motion or stillness and motion, the polarity of right and wrong <clears throat> or um, regression or advancement on path, the polarity of path versus no path. All sorts of polarity is dissolved in um, a great indigo field.
and the indigo cycle being six-density life. Seventh, gateway cycle. Um, seventh is very much um, a bridge between uh, six and eight, and that's a very interesting point. Eight, then, where our friends, the guardians and the lords of karma, Nityananda, Nityanan, and Gautama reside <laughs> in their uh, boundless, boundlessness, boundlessnesses, your, <laughs> your boundlessness. They say people say your highness, right? The human, little humans say, oh, HRH, right? His royal highness. <laughs> How about his uh, <laughs> HCB, his cosmic boundlessness? <laughs> Not me, but uh, those that I love. <clears throat> uh, eight octave, which moves into a, a mystery we don't plumb. So eight, in many ways, is the next octave or a dimension in the next octave. But um, as the other side of the gateway, the gateway starts in six, the bridge is seven, and on the other side of the bridge, we have eight. Uh, six, seven, eight is also a particular interesting neighborhood. And... Um, when, as we develop indigo ray more fully, or become indigo, um, or embrace one through six in the indigo, um, we're more and more familiar not only with indigo <clears throat> or the law of one, but also what's on the other side of the gate, or uh, what's on the other side of the bridge. And so, um, increasing intimacy between six and eight is a gateway to intelligent infinity. Uh, free passage, the, the increasing experience of free passage between six and eight, actually. Okay, <laughs> that's my wordy explanation of 1621. And uh, let's go on. 4126, Don was asking about the development of raw social memory complex from the beginning or when they first used Catalyst to where they are now. Uh, is it too long a question? It it's, could be an enormous answer. Uh, but Ra says um, the question, meaning like, tell us your <laughs> the development of your social complex from your beginning and what catalyst you used to where you get to now in late 6D. Ra said the question does not demand a long answer. Again, this is 4126. For we who experienced the vibratory densities upon that planetary sphere which you call Venus were fortunate in being able to move in harmony with the planetary vibrations with an harmonious graduation to second to third, and to fourth, and a greatly accelerated fourth density experience. We spent much time space, if you will, in fifth density, balancing the intense compassion we had gained in fourth density. The graduation again was harmonious, and our social memory complex, which had become most firmly cemented in fourth density, remained of a very strong and helpful nature. Our sixth density work was also accelerated because of the harmony of our social memory complex, so that we are able to set out as members of the Confederation to even more swiftly approach graduation to seventh density. Our harmony, however, has been a grievous source of naivete as regards to as regards working with your planet. And uh, that was the uh, grievous consequences of their activity uh, with the Egyptians, particularly the pyramid, Giza pyramid that they built in thought and its basis as the black magic illuminist path or lineage that traces the Masonics and all of that back to the pyramid. The unfinished pyramid is um, the fact that they never finish. 
but uh, yeah, that's pretty grievous that the that the Illuminist uh, Foundation was significantly built by Orion, I mean, built, built by Ra, you know, or used by Orion, built by Ra, in the sense of um, the a perversion of initiatic mysteries, perversion of the mysteries presented to adepts um, in ancient Egypt, perversion of the study of the archetypes to the occultist tarot, which reverses uh, 8 and 11, things like that. And so all the perversions of initiatic mysteries uh, and um, the grievous consequences uh, were the result, unfortunately, of their wonderful harmony and naivete and lack of understanding of uh, the depths of the distortions that infect these peoples here. Now, this is an interesting answer. You know, I could just riff on any of these for half an hour. 4126, uh, they gave a, didn't, a long, give, didn't give a long answer, but I can give a long commentary. Uh, they talk about their past, in the past tense, we experienced, um, but they also have some sense that their future is done too. And so, uh, they, first of all, they talk about a graduation to second density. <laughs> From what? Being elemental? Okay, they were elemental. Not, not um, with consciousness. They had awareness, but they didn't have self, they didn't have consciousness. And they didn't have self-consciousness. So, awareness in first density, elemental, non-physical, pre-physical, pre-material, actually, etheric, so-called. It's a non, it's pre-physicality, actually, as far as I understand the four elements. Our tendencies, uh, the, the mandala, the mandalic tendencies of awareness itself and matter. The aware, the quadratic or mon, the fourfold essential root qualities of energy, matter, and consciousness or sentience are those four tendencies of awareness that is first density. And yet Ra knows that they were that and graduated out of that to second. Second then being growth is basically the growth of awareness to self-consciousness in third. And so human self-consciousness is qualitatively uh, more refined and developed than animal, plant, animal consciousness, which is the consciousness of growth, but not self-consciousness. And there's some lack of lack of um, veil or distortion in that, of course. Animals don't sin also. However, um, there's profound um, inability or lack of uh, potential in second density uh, awareness, rather than as opposed to third although self is uh, a fiction, or separation is a fiction. So, anyway, <laughs> they're aware of their graduation from the elemental first density state of awareness, and also uh, all the way up. And then, since they were so heavy on love over wisdom, uh, they quickly moved through 4D, but needed longer in 5D, uh, to balance uh, their intense compassion, because in, in a way, uh, their 4D experience was this total flowering of their third density cycle love over wisdom bias. They had a strong love over wisdom or highly harmonious feline civilization in 3D, 
uh, and um, used sexuality uh, as a significant spiritual um, way to collective uh, graduation out of 3D to 4D. And then in 4D, which is all, you know, green ray, um, they went to town on it and had this greatly accelerated experience through the 4D cycle, meaning they got out as a group very fast. Probably it took them one cycle and that was the end of that. And almost everybody came in, went out together into 5D. But then um, <laughs> the higher teachers were waiting for them there in 5D and said, okay, boys or girls, boys and girls, you are, uh, you know, you are, uh, <laughs> you are super, super duper on the uh, Anahata chakra, but how about Vishuddhi? You're pretty damn green, but how about the blue? And so uh, the teachers were waiting for them and uh, took them, took them uh, a while to work through their um, love based attachments and blind spots associated with the love of wisdom uh, bias starting in third that took them through four and got to five. And so <laughs> that was another matter. Uh, they had a, and this is, you see, this is, this history of Ra is a history of you if you're from the Ra group, which some of us are. So as some six density wanderers listening in here, this is your history if you're of this group. So that's one reason I'm I was asked to do this. Then out of four D out of five D graduation was harmonious and their group most which had become most firmly cemented, past tense, in four D remained of a very strong, helpful nature in in six, from five to six. Um so in, in from four to five, five to six, uh, love carried the day. And because they really were so profoundly uh, centered in Green Ray or the way of love or pure reception, pure, open, fielded uh, acceptance, unconditional acceptance of self and other and all, um, they were so highly developed they could uh, treat wisdom learning that way too. They could actually uh, open greatly with little resistance and avoidance to the lessons of fifth density too. Uh, but, <laughs> but, 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 still were obviously, as demonstrated by history, naive or not still, not yet enough uh, wise to work well with highly hu highly distorted humanity, and thus we are here now. And thus we have some working here to um, make use of um, this remaining refining catalyst, as they say, uh, of the depths of the distortions that infect these peoples. Uh, some portion of um, Sixth Density Love Over Wisdom Confederation groups are here, significantly or predominantly to correct this naivete by um, body-mind-spirit assimilation of the reality of the profundity of human distortion, individual and collective, so that we absorb the uh, seven-dimensional nature of uh, the depths of the, of the distortions that infect these peoples 
so that in the future um, there will be no more naivete and no more grieving and interventions with this chronic 3D repeater uh, collective, individuals of the collective of 3D repeating uh, intervention will be uh, more skillful and worthy of appreciation from our teachers in, <laughs> on the other side, actually. And um, the Council of Saturn will um, have a little less on the on the dock on the docket um, when <laughs> their underlings are making less trouble intervening in the, with the 3D repeater collectives on additional 3D planets, uh, so as to help them, and uh, hopefully, then, and then not make more trouble than they came in to rectify. So they, we were able to, uh, and so here's the future, future presented as past. Uh, our sixth density work was also accelerated, but they're still there. They're not finished, uh, according to temporality. Our sixth density work was also accelerated because of the harmony of our social memory complex, so that we were able to set out as members of the Confederation, that meaning wandering, to even more swiftly approach graduation to seventh density. Um, actually, did they approach? They are approaching graduation, so it's not that exactly past, but they are approaching graduation to seventh density. And significantly, by their wandering, um, are they are they working out the um, the remaining naivete of the collective, meaning the deficiency of uh, of wisdom um, to balance its great love? And so, uh, harmony is great, but idiot compassion uh, doesn't do well; is unskillful. And so, Trungpa Rinpoche talked about idiot compassion, which is love without wisdom or naivete. And so um, that's why I have wrote about loving truth. The importance of loving truth is um, uh, a deep recognition of the primacy of discernment and truth as a basis of love. So if you love truth, the greater truth understood and assimilated uh, will flower uh, love's blossom as well, or greater love will be developed, uh, fertilized by a loving of truth and a willingness uh, to integrate greater truth into one's uh, mind, uh, into the mind-body-spirit complex as a whole, beginning in mind and then, uh, you know, spiritual reality um, the, the truths, tr what, what is uh, uh, spiritual reality conceptualized, <laughs> truly, true conceptualization of spiritual reality, which is called spiritual truth, and uh, the truth of, um, you know, our distortions and our, and our development, and then those truths applied or materialized, manifest through body, through speech, particularly speech and behavior in the world, or act action. It comes from uh, mind development as the result, and that that is um, needed certainly for them moving out of six density to seven and ending restlessness. Uh, and maybe 
Let me see if there's anything else. Uh, briefly, briefly, 89.8. How many of your years ago was Ra's third density ended? Uh, we're not. We're getting closer to that in the main reading, but here on this page, Ra said, uh, we may say in general that the time of our enjoyment of the choice-making, meaning... <laughs> Uh, third density life being choice making uh, was approximately 2.6 uh, billion. They mis they mistake the their term is billion. 2.6 billion of your years in the past. Okay, so raw ended third density uh, 2.6 billion years ago. Interestingly, uh, you can say that the time that they took to go from third density harvest three to four to late 6th density, where are they now? 6.7? Probably. Yeah, okay. To go from 4.0 to 6.7, or to fall all, to go all through, mainly, all, mainly through all of 4th and 5th and 6th density, took them 2.5 billion years. That's a long time, right? <laughs> so, if you're from the raw group, you are 2.6 billion years older than souls that have not gotten out of 3rd density yet, or haven't develop themselves sufficiently for graduation or harvest. So uh, that is about the length of time it took for them to progress through 4th and 5th and 6th density, 2.5 billion. And um, that's interesting. But they said, however, this time, as you call it, meaning 2.5 billion years, is not meaningful, for our intervening space-time has been experienced in a manner quite unlike your third density experience of space-time, meaning uh, their experience of it is quite different than the third density experience of time, and that's another matter. Um, time, uh, as mind becomes increasingly less distorted, or the doors of perception are increasingly cleansed, or one breaks fetters, uh, you know, eight, nine, ten, or progresses through the last fetters in Buddhism. Uh, the experience of temporal sequentiality or sequential time phenomenal experience that that changes radically, very much so. One um, experiences a, a sort of spaciousness of presence, and um, they're saying so. Don't don't think of it the same as like two point six billion years on this. On, in my body or something. <laughs> it's very different, their experience of that. Uh, and so, um, let me just, I'll do two more and then we'll end for the day. Don asked at 89.27, um, did Ra have some negative there were, did some some um, negatively oriented folks in their 3D civilization and harvest. Ross said we had no negative harvest as such, meaning there were no who were 95% STS and uh, capable. Although there had been two entities which had harvested themselves during the third density in the negative or service to self path. There were, however, those upon the planetary surface during third density whose vibratory patterns were in the negative range but were not harvestable. So even in their group, there were people who were negatively oriented somewhat. Um, there also um, were these two wanderers from fifth density that came to help them, that got spun around and screwed themselves up. 
and that's what Ra's saying about two entities harvested themselves during third density, negative, they were part of the 3D cycle in some time. It's a long story. But in general, they were, they were really quite positive, but there were some who were somewhat negatively oriented in their society, in their planet. What was Ra's average total population incarnate on Venus in 3D? 89.28, Ra says, We were a small population which dwelt upon what you would consider difficult conditions. Our harvest was approximately 6,500,000, 6.5 million mind-body-spirit complexes. There were approximately 32 million mind-body-spirit complexes repeating 3D elsewhere. So, 6.5 out of 38, or 6 out of 39, um, is interesting. So, it's only, you know, what is it, 15%? Um, and um, that's considered harmonious or a good harvest it sounds like um, it doesn't sound like much so that I always thought that was strange that they were so harmonious in 3D meanwhile um, 32 out of 38 or 39 million repeated the cycle it doesn't sound so great so if that's 15% or something like that uh, how low must be the, the Earth's third density cycle harvest expected to be? Mm -hmm. 89.28, and this would be where we end. Um, Don asks, what was the attitude just prior to the harvest of those harvestable entities of Ra with respect, with respect to those who were obviously unharvestable? And this is um, uh, an answer, question-answer exchange that has bearing on our experience of living in this world with a lot of people who are in a lot of pain and also not seeking to help themselves that much and remaining in pain. And that remaining in pain is uh, 3D repeating chronicity, the chronic 3D repeating, meaning not developing uh, along either path, but particularly positive path, not being committed enough to uh, kindness and honesty. Uh, and benefit for self and other uh, enough to graduate, but therefore repeating again and again in 3D. And Ross said, those of us which had the gift of polarity felt deep compassion for those who seemed to dwell in darkness. This description is most apt as ours was a harshly bright planet in the physical sense. There was every attempt made to reach out with whatever seemed to be needed. However, those upon the positive path have the comfort of companions, and we of Ra spent a great deal of our attention upon the possibilities of achieving spiritual or metaphysical adepthood, or work in indigo ray through the means of relationships with other selves. Consequently, the compassion for those in darkness was balanced by the appreciation of the light. This is really very subtle <laughs> teaching on... Um, uh, highly developed um, beings attitude towards those who keep themselves in darkness or don't choose love light they seemed to dwell in darkness but actually <laughs> this is God's house so um, the seven dimensional octave is of the brightest glory for those who see but for those who reject seeing or reject uh, love wisdom, or reject kindness and honesty to a certain extent, 
feel like or experience themselves in darkness or dukkha or nescience uh, or you know avidya uh, and so uh, they seem to dwell in darkness that was their experience or we might have even seen them and thought them feeling that way looking that way uh, but they've done that to themselves and in fact um, this is um, you know God's this is God's kingdom here the kingdom of heaven is here then they made every attempt to reach out with whatever seemed to be needed and so that's the basic first uh, pass at, in service to other what do you, what what do I think they need do they ask for anything what are they requesting if they don't request anything how do it how does it seem to me or what does it seem that they need or want um, but that doesn't mean they'll accept it and that doesn't mean they'll make use of it and that doesn't mean they'll help themselves and one should be careful and then the mature perspective that Ra brings in here is that yes for us on the positive path we have the comfort of um, you know Kalyana Mitra or spiritual friends spiritual community um, even if we're alone um, you know your your companions are with you um, if you could but see and feel you'd know that's true whether they're in higher dimensions or here uh, there are many uh, of us um, seeking love light and so they also had a very tightly integrated um, society but it wasn't all of it obviously it was just you know 15% or something like that and they spent a lot of time um, seeking indigo ray development through relation relationship and sexuality spiritual sexuality and right relationship community spiritual community and uh, did very well for that uh, six million uh, and by that development because you know in the end you have to leave the person to drown who rejects the outstretched arm you stretch your arm you offer the lifesaver or whatever help you can you offer help you offer help you offer help they keep refusing at some point wisdom counsels um, time for me to move on God doesn't knock forever at the door of the one who um, doesn't open it you know so you reject opportunity continually eventually opportunity ceases and um, it is wisdom to uh, not throw seed on rocky ground of course so uh, if, if the if the person isn't receptive um, they don't want to help themselves they want to go cycling in pain they want to stay in pain and we're not even talking about people on a negative path uh, for whom dukkha pain is the path the negative path is a path of dukkha it's a path of pain because every controlling of other is a further binding of self because other and self are one so further binding and um, manipulating and exploiting other is further binding and manipulating and exploiting self of course that's why they're increasingly bound and um, knotted up as they progress of course so not only them but those that are not polarized also don't uh, accept help whether it's me or you or anybody helping them they don't help themselves that's why many people are you know uh, 
not not happy as they advance in age in years um, and so anyway human civilization uh, continuing to choose negative leadership obviously has not learned much uh, and those that are on the positive path um, at some point pull back and say okay well uh, we have compassion for those who keep themselves in darkness but we also appreciate love light and uh, go on our way like the song wooden ships Jefferson Starship, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, I commend ye the song Wooden Ships, the end of the 60s, um, uh, we're going, you don't need us, you don't need us, we're, we're leaving, okay, so are we. Anyway, that'll be it for today at 11.11. So thank you for being here, I hope this was rich, it was rich for me, and next time we will... Um, pick up at session uh, 82, or wherever we were, and um, continue on the discussion, session 82 uh, is actually 30 exchanges, so it'll probably take us two weeks. Anyway, thank you so much, I hope it's been helpful, please take good care of yourselves, and good night.